January may be over, but we're going to talk New Year's resolutions here on today's Lockdown Balls. Tennessee football needs to be a college football playoff caliber team next fall. Can it do it? We'll discuss here on a Monday, Lockdown Ball. You are Locked On Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Balls. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is your team every single day. I'm your host, Eric Kane. Again, uh, out of the country this week, so it should be back and uh, doing a show in real time tomorrow and the rest of the week. Uh, but uh, this is a little bit of an evergreen episode. If something big happens, I will uh, obviously hit it on the uh, shows coming up the later in the week. Uh, but out of the country right now, so pre-recording this episode. Hope you guys don't mind. Uh, we are going to have a fun episode today. New Year's resolutions for Tennessee. What are some of those New Year's resolutions? I told you the one I'm going to lead off with. What are some other ones? Plus, what are some goals for Tennessee in 2024? Five players who have got to step up for the Volunteers football team in 2025. That's what you had 2024. That's what you had to look forward to here as we navigate a Monday show. All right. So first New Year's resolution. Tennessee football has got to be a college football playoff caliber team. Maybe that's more of a goal, but making the college football playoffs a New Year's resolution. Um, again, you can kind of spin these resolutions, goals, however you want to phrase them, but I think this would be really good for Tennessee, obviously, because you'd be playing for a national championship, but it would be the first time Tennessee's made the playoffs ever. Remember, I mean, Tennessee's been ranked in the college football playoff rankings one time, since its inception, the, the top four, I, I should say, the top four, I should say. But Tennessee's never played in the college football playoff. Just because you're expanding from four to 12, this is still considered the college football playoff. So it would be a first. It would be the first time in program history that Tennessee football has played in the college football playoffs. So I think that's a really, really good New Year's resolution. Well, how do you accomplish that? I mean, obviously, you got to have some depth. You got to fill some holes and that, that, that's kind of what you've been doing over the month of January so far in the transfer portal. You got to find guys who can step up and and play and, and get guys that you can depend on in spring practice. Um, you got to get good quarterback play. Nico Iamaliava, he's got to be the real deal. Um, he doesn't have to be perfect. He doesn't have to be, um, you know, godly as a sophomore, but he's got to be good. We've seen, we've I mean, it's proven really, you need good quarterback play in order to win championships, in order to compete for championships. You can get by with okay quarterback play if you have everything else around you that is just so exceptional. Look at Michigan. I think J.J. McCarthy is a pretty good quarterback, but I think his team is much, much better than J.J. McCarthy. I do. But Michigan competed for a national championship. You, you know what I'm saying? So it just kind of is what it is. Nico's got to be the real deal, but I certainly think Tennessee can be a college football playoff team in 2024, and that would be my number one New Year's resolution, if you will. Number one thing that I want to see from this year is Tennessee competes for a national championship. We'd love to see Tennessee host a playoff game. We'd love to see Tennessee win a playoff game, but Tennessee just making the cut, being one of 12 teams would be fantastic. And remember, in 2022, despite 
losing to South Carolina, despite losing your quarterback and hidden hooker, you would still be in a 12-team college football playoff. Still would. Number two, New Year's resolution for Tennessee would be to reach a Final Four. Easier said than done, right? Tennessee has made one Elite Eight appearance over the course of its basketball program's history. Only one. It was in 2010. I remember, shout out Nathan Trower, watched that basketball game. Actually, I think we watched the Sweet 16 game to get to the Elite Eight. Anyway, watched with my boy Nate, Nate Dog. Um, back in 2010, I remember that. That's been the only time it's ever happened in Tennessee history is making it to an Elite Eight. So saying that it needs to go to the Final Four, you know, that's, that's tough sledding, right? But sooner or later, it's got to happen. And sooner or later, Rick Barnes has got to take another team to the Final Four. There's so much talent on this roster. And yes, due to the COVID year of eligibility and, and kind of the unique era that we're in in college football right now, there's opportunity right now in the present. You bring back Santiago Vescovi. You bring back Josiah Jordan-James. You bring back you know some of these upperclassmen on this roster. Jonas Adu's taking a step. You bring in Zakai Ziegler. You bring in Dalton Connect. You bring in you know Jordan Ganey. You, you bring in all these guys to help you reach that goal. And so, sure, Tennessee's just really now getting into SEC play. I recognize that. But at the time of this recording, and remember this is pre-recorded in advance, about a week. Um, I hate doing that, but it just is what it is. You know, Tennessee has a chance to do just that. But as we've known, basketball is all about how you're playing in March. Tennessee was on top of the world, won the SEC tournament, was cruising to the NCAA tournament back in 2020, the, the season before last, bowed out in the second round. Tennessee last year was limping, limping, literally lost to Kai Ziegler, limping into the March Madness tournament, went to the Sweet 16. It's funny how sports work, right? Sooner or later, a team from uh, Tennessee has got to make the Final Four why not this year? Why not this team? I love this makeup of this team. I love the defensive prowess of this team. I love how on any given night somebody else can step up. Let's see what happens. The number two New Year's resolution for Tennessee would be to make a Final Four this year. And then number three would to get back to the College World Series for baseball. Now, this one's going to be a little bit tough, okay? Tennessee's went to Omaha two of the past three seasons. Tennessee is set to be absolutely loaded once again in the lineup. Okay, I'm the beat guy. I'm, I'm really close to it. I watch every single Tennessee baseball game. I, I cover them. I, I write about them. It's what I do. Tennessee's going to be loaded in the lineup. Tennessee's pitching. There's some question marks. Okay. You know, Tennessee had the luxury of rolling out Chase Dolander, Chase Burns, Drew Beam for two seasons. A lot of start, a lot of rotations around the SEC don't have three true starters. And Tennessee, not only that, had the luxury of having Blake Tidwell, Andrew Lindsay, Seth Halverson. You had guys in your back pocket who were pitching in the bullpen because you didn't have room for them in the starting rotation. And then you can kind of plug and play and mix and and, and make adjustments accordingly. Tennessee this year, Drew Beam, okay. A.J. Russell, who's going to be that number three starter? 
Is it going to be a freshman who has a lot of high upside? Is it going to be Nate Sneed from the transfer portal? Could it be AJ Causey as an opener? Chris Stamos as an opener? Could it be Wyatt Evans coming off injury? I, I don't know yet. No, we'll find out. But the big question marks about the pitching for this year's Tennessee baseball team. But why not? This team was 5-10. and 10. No, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This team was 5-10 and 10 in conference play midway through the SEC schedule last year. And that team won 15 of its last 20 games and went to Omaha. It's crazy. It's crazy what can happen on the baseball diamond at Lindsey Nelson Stadium throughout April and May. And I can't wait to see what happens. Third New Year's resolution would be to go back to the College World Series. So, number one, college football playoff team. Number two, Final Four basketball team. Number three, College World Series in Omaha. Sure, those are all really lofty, and I recognize that. But, I mean, sit here. So many times we say, oh, it feels like 98, feels like 98, but sit here and tell me, where, where am I off base here, okay? We'll get a better idea about this football team, but you're taking the top 12 teams in the country to go to the playoffs. Tennessee can be a top 12 team in the country. In basketball, you've seen what they've done so far. Will they reach the Final Four? I don't know. It's never happened before, but the talent's there. And then in baseball, you just know how baseball works, how you plan when the end of May rolls around. Have you, do you have enough pitching? We'll see. But Tennessee's going to have enough bats, that's for sure. Uh, tell me where I'm off base there. I would love to know. New Year's resolutions. What are yours for the Tennessee um, you know, athletic programs? That's coming up as uh, we continue to talk here on a Monday show. But actually, we're going to get into goals for the Volunteers in 2024. That is coming up next right here on Locked on Balls. I know we come here to escape some of the craziness of realities in real life, but can we just talk just for a minute about being prepared for real life? According to FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That's scary stuff. I can imagine being more helpless than you know, maybe if your child, your spouse, someone that I or you loved was left helpless due to a sickness because of supply chain issues. Didn't have that potentially life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, you can be okay if you choose to check out Jace Medical. It's an option for you. It is an option for me. The Jace case is a pack with five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others. This stuff can happen to any of us. You want to be prepared. Visit jacemedical.com, complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be on, uh, on dispense by a licensed pharmacy at the fraction of a cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than right now. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Again, that's jacemedical.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Jace Medical, it's an option for me, and it can be an option for you as well. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
All right, boys and girls, welcome back into your Monday edition of Locked On Balls. We continue on right here. I want to talk about goals for Tennessee in 2024. Goals for the Tennessee football team. Goals for the Tennessee basketball team, the Tennessee baseball team. New Year's resolution. We're still here in the first month of the new year. So what are some goals that you have for Tennessee athletics in 2024? Well, I wrote down a couple of mine right here, and I'd love to hear from yours as well. Tennessee football has got to reel in a top seven recruiting class. Okay, the class of 2023 was, I want to say, borderline top 10. I have to go back and look. In fact, I'll do that right now because I've got it pulled up. I can tell you the class of 2024 was on the outside looking in. It was about 13th in the country. About 13th in the country. But you look at the, see, 2024, let me just make sure. 12th in the country. 2023 with Nico, the number one overall player in the cycle. Tennessee was 12. So again, you kind of look at, at where you are right there. Tennessee needs to make some headway in recruiting. Tennessee's got to reel in a top seven recruiting class. That that should be that should be on the table because despite finishing on the outside looking in, the top 10, top 12 the last couple of cycles, there's still a lot that I like about these classes. Um, Tyree Weathersby, you know, Arian Carter, obviously, David Hobbs, Caleb Herring, Cam Seldon. That was two cycles ago. This past cycle, really, really like you know, Mike Matthews. I like um, Kellen Lindstrom. I like Jordan Ross. I like Bray- Bray- Braylon Staley, Boo Carter. There's a lot of players that you like. But if you want to compete for SEC championships, if you want to compete to be a college football playoff regular, you have got to reel in consistent top 10 classes. There's no excuse with everything that Tennessee has to offer, resources, collective involved. Tennessee should not have a top seven recruiting class in 2024. So 2020, yeah, well, it'd be the 2025 class. But nonetheless, if that's going to happen, who are some players that you've got to have? Well, quarterback George McIntyre, obviously got to have him. Athlete Cam Sparks have got to have him. Those are in-state prospects. There are other in-state prospects such such as Ethan Utley. You've got to have him. David Sanders, five-star offensive tackle. Guys like him in that league, you've got to have in this class. Plus, more than anything, the offensive line has got to be better recruited. In my opinion, the offensive line, you've got to be better about spotting talents and bringing in that talent and developing that talent because that kind of brings me to my next goal for 2024. You've got to find some developments from those young offensive linemen. You've got to. I mean, there's no excuse for hitting the portal at such an urgency the past three the past three portal cycles, right? I mean, sure, it's important. You want to go find a plug-and-play player here and everything, but when you look at what Tennessee's going to lose after 2024, okay? John Campbell, Javonta Spragans, Cooper Mays, Dane Davis, Jackson Lampley. <laughs> you are losing a lot of veteran offensive linemen that have played a whole lot of football for you and some key reserves. And then what do you have in the cupboard that you feel good about? I'm waiting. I mean, there's silence there for a reason, right? 
How does Bennett Warren come along? How does he look in spring? What about Sham Yumarov? How is he continuing to get better and progress as now a second-year player? What about Vison Lang? Is Vison Lang going to be the center of the future for Tennessee? Tennessee has got to bring along. Glenn Ellerby has got to bring along some of those young offensive linemen. You can't be in a position. Addison Nichols has now gone to, uh, obviously, to Arkansas. But you can't be in a position where you have an Addison Nichols situation where Tennessee saying, Addison, take over the starting center job while Cooper's out. Here's the ball, run with it. Here's the ball, run with it. And, and you can't get it done. Or Addison, here's a left guard position now that Cooper's back. Take the ball and run. And, and you can't get it done. You need young offensive linemen to say, okay, ball, here we go. I'm going to step in. I'm going to start. I'm going to claim that spot. Tennessee doesn't have those players right now. But can you develop those guys into being those players? We'll find out. I think it's just critical. Top seven recruiting class. Develop some of those younger offensive linemen. And it all starts with offensive line recruiting, honestly. Get back to being a top five offense in the country. I didn't put number one. You know, my New Year's resolutions were pretty lofty. College World Series, Final Four, and uh, and uh, college football playoff. Top five offense. Okay, Josh Heupel led the nation in scoring and total offense back in 2022. As a play caller in the Southeastern Conference and as a head coach, at UCF and at Tennessee, every year but 2013, he's 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 boasted a top 10 offense. Okay, that was not the case in 2023. Tennessee took a big back seat in terms of points per game, in terms of total yards. Got to get back to being who you are, to being what you're feared across the country. Tempo, scoring. Impromptu turnovers. That's got to be your MO again. And that sadly was not Tennessee's MO in 2023. So you got to get back to scoring and being feared as an offensive first team, which you're still an offensive first team, but you weren't as dangerous and you weren't nearly one of the top 10 offenses in the country as you were obviously the number one offense the year before. Top 10 offense. Get back to having 30 plus sacks and 100 plus DFLs. Tennessee had 36 sacks in 2023, second most in the SEC, 10th most in college football, the most sacks for the program since the year 2000. It's a good year. No reason to believe that with James Pierce, Joshua Josephs, Tyree West, Dominic Bailey, Omar Norman Lott, Amari Thomas, Bryce Neeson, a lot, Caleb Herring. No reason to believe you can't get back to 30 sacks. No reason, in my opinion. Okay. You got to replace Tyler Barron. I recognize that, but no reason why you can't get back to 30-plus sacks. Tennessee has accumulated 100 tackles behind the line of scrimmage in two of the past three seasons. Did in 2021. Did in 2023. Do that again in 2024. Good goals to have. Tennessee needs an All-American basketball player. Okay? If Tennessee is going to make a deep tournament run, if Tennessee's going to get back to the Sweet 16, go to the Elite Eight, maybe make the Final Four, someone's going to have to be Batman. And sure, it can be somebody different a lot of times. You can step up here and be your 
You know, it can be Jonas Adu one night, can be Santi one night, can be Dalton Connect one night, can be Josiah, can be Zakai, whoever. That's fine. But Dalton Connect, kind of the way he was playing to begin the season, that type of performance, that type of performer, it's going to need to be a Batman. If Tennessee's going to accomplish its team goals, somebody individually is going to be an All American. Watch. Tennessee basketball needs an All American because if Tennessee has an All American performer, that's gonna that's gonna usually bring on some team success and the team success that we talked about in segment number one. In baseball, three starting pitchers need to make ten plus starts on the season. What that means is Tennessee has settled in on a third starter. What that means is Tennessee avoided catastrophic injuries in the starting rotation. Okay, because typically Tennessee is going to throw a lot of guys in the midweek because that's what it's done the past couple of years. If Tennessee has three starting pitchers that log 10 plus starts, it means you make every scheduled weekend start, excluding five. You might say, wow, you know, that, that that's quite a few starts to miss. I hear you. But Drew Beam was the only weekend starter that made every single start last year. Okay. If you remember two years ago, Chase Burns, Missed some starts. Chase Dolander missed some starts. Drew Beam missed some starts. You'd be surprised how infrequent starting pitchers go the full 15 weekends of a, of a season, right? If Tennessee has three starting pitchers that log 10-plus starts, it means you avoid injury, and it means you you pretty much zeroed in and channeled in on who your third starter is going to be. That would be great. And then finally, another baseball one. This isn't really a goal. More of kind of a something you want to aim for, okay, I guess, is maybe a goal. But this transfer portal class of Cana Peebles, Billy Amick, Dalton Bargo, Nate Sneed, Chris Stamos, and A.J. Causey. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. That collection of players needs to be better than Maui Ahuna, Zane Denton, and Griffin Merritt. It's a tough task, <laughs> is it not? That's a tough task. Those three were really good. Maui, drafted in the fourth round, really good. Zane Denton, led Tennessee in uh, RBI last year. Griffin Merritt, clutch. It's going to be tough. But if these guys, led by Billy Amick, Cannon Peebles, Nate Sneed, if they can be better than the transfer, transfer portal class that came before them, then no ifs, ands, buts about it. I believe Tennessee can be back in Omaha for the seventh time in program history. Those are some of my goals for Tennessee athletics and the 2024 calendar year. What say you would love to hear from you on what some of your goals are for Tennessee. That's and a whole lot more. We'll continue on. We'll talk five players who have got to step up for Tennessee football next fall. It's coming up next right here on lockdown balls. All right, guys, I want to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time. Actually playoffs are in full session. Still time to get in all that, all that to get in on all that action over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Do you know what's America's number one sports book right now? New customers can get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 money line bet. That is 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's so many ways to bet, such as live same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab, plus make a parlay in the Parlay Hub 
the best way to find those popular parlays, prop bets, totals, spreads, so much fun. Finish off the NFL playoffs in style by putting some coin in your pocket and going to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Because if you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, you can get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Just a $5 bet. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. To make your first bet a layup, FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, five players who have got to step up for Tennessee football this year. Spoilers, number one is Nico. Duh. He was a backup last year, stepping up into a starting role. Most important position in all the sports. It's got to be the quarterback. We'll get to that in a moment, going in reverse order. But spoilers, Nico Iamaliava is going to be number one. So players who have got to step up. I pretty much made these players backups this past year that are now going to be stepping up into either starting roles or, you know, really, really high dependent roles, key backups, rotational players, if you will. Riddle me this. Number five, Arian Carter. Arian Carter was a preseason All-American by On3 Sports. Arian Carter was a signing day steal. Well, not really a signing day, but kind of right around that period, Tennessee stole him. Tennessee gained the commit from Alabama. Huge win for Tennessee, right? Tyree West, who I'll talk about in a moment, was a signing day steal. Um, yeah, Aaron Carter has a lot of expectations on him. I thought that he was a little stiff as a true freshman. I think he got better, but I think he was a little maybe wound up too tight. It just didn't look like it was flowing for him, if that makes sense. Comes with reps. Comes with reps. He did look better as the year went on, but of course, he had that injury. And so Tennessee entered the month of November, or really Tennessee exited October, entered the month of November, and, and didn't have Aaron Carter. So you lose Aaron Beasley. You bring back Keenan Peely, sure. You've got all these young guys who got playing time this year, Herring. T-Lander, Carter, Perry, you know, that you're going to have to rely on next year as well, and they're going to be better for it. But the rich need to start separating themselves. You know, the better the, the better prospects need to start kind of going to the top, and that's Arian Carter. So Arian Carter is going to be a number five. Number four, Sham Yamarov. We talk about it. There's holes on the offensive line. There's a lot of things we don't really know. Okay, we talk about... Offensive line recruiting has got to be better. We talk about those those offensive linemen have got to be developed behind those veterans who are returning. Sham fits that bill. This spring, this spring practice, this winter in the in 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 the uh, workout room, it's got to be huge for Sham. Sham has got to step up. Okay, Sham has got to be one of those guys that we can say, oh well, there's Sham if you need him. If he's not moved into a starting role, it's, oh, well, there's Sham. He's ready to roll. He's just biding his time. He's just waiting for that opportunity. Because, again, in 2025, in 2025, Tennessee is not going to have the likes of Cooper Mays and, and John Campbell and Dane Davis and Javante Spragans and all these upperclassmen. You're starting over. And you want to start over around Sham. Shame you, Marav, number four. Number three is Tyree West. What a Citrus Bowl he had. He was fantastic. 
Dominic Bailey is going to be playing that defensive end spot left on by Tyler Barron. Tyree West is going to be right there with him. Tyree Weathersby's, <clears throat> excuse me, going to be in that conversation as well. You 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 inputted some uh, some young guys like Kellen Lindstrom, um, you know Carson Gentle, um, David Hobbs can play that as well. Point is, there's going to be a lot of players that you can step up and be in that rotation. But Tyree West, boy, that explosive explosiveness was incredible against Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. You want to see more of that? Sounded like he kind of came on. He's in Rabbits package as a true freshman in 2022. But it almost felt like he regressed a little bit in 2023. That is until the bowl game. Tyree West needs to be a guy that steps up, and he needs to be a guy that Tennessee can count on the defensive line next year. Number two, if Nico's number one, number two's got to be Ethan Davis. I'm not going to get my song and dance here. You guys know how I feel about the tight end position. Tennessee has got to have two functioning tight ends to make this offense go. For the first time ever in the Josh Heupel era at Tennessee, Jacob Warren is not a part of that mix. Okay? It's going to be Ethan Davis, who was primarily a wide receiver, a standout wide receiver at Collins Hill High School, Suwanee, Georgia, playmaker, highly rated four-star prospect, but didn't learn how to play tight end until sitting back watching and learning from Jacob Warren and McCallum Castles. Hand in the dirt, H-back, blocking, okay? Had to learn all that. Didn't appear in many games as a true freshman, but it's his show now. He is leading the way. Ethan Davis, the tight end position is yours along with Holden Stays. It's brand new. You got to step up. You got to be ready to roll because Tennessee's offense is counting on it. Ethan Davis is being being counted on a lot for Tennessee's offense in 2024, but not as much as number one, and that's Nico Iamaliafa. Self-explanatory, most important position in all sports. Most popular position in all sports. Number one overall player in the cycle. Five-star, it's Nico Iamaliafa. If the Citrus Bowl was any indication of what Tennessee's going to get from Nico, buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. Nico's got to be well. Nico's got to be good. Again, because we go back to segment number one, New Year's Resolutions. For Tennessee to be a college football playoff caliber team, Tennessee needs to be one of the top 12 teams in the country. Okay. In order for that to happen, Tennessee needs to be 10 and 2. Tennessee needs to be 11 and 1. Tennessee's got to be on the upper end of 9 and 3 with some help. Tennessee's got to be a good football team. Tennessee's got to be a good football team. And you can't accomplish all that without having good quarterback play. Top five players that have got to step up for Tennessee football in 2024. Number five is Arian Carter. Number four is Sham. Number three is Tyree West. Number two is Ethan Davis. And number one is Nico E. Amaliava. Hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in here to this Monday edition of Locked On Balls. We'll be back from vacation on tomorrow's show. Can't wait to come in and uh, tell you all about my adventures out of the country and uh, get you set on everything that's new, everything that I missed from behind, that I left behind for my vacation. We'll talk about it all. We're right here on Lockdown Balls. Until then, guys, enjoy the rest of your Monday, everybody.